studying and music is like they both as important so i make sure i make time for both Yes, Umzanti Celebville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. Hi guys, it's Kyle from the Chisa pod. And today we're sitting with Nosipo Cylinder. Nosipo, <laughs> welcome to 2020. Thank you, so. We're here, there's World War 3s, there's celebrity feuds, yeah. there's a whole bunch of things that are happening. It's getting really lit and it's only like the 7th or 8th day of the year so far. How's your 2020 been? My 2020 is it has been amazing. Like, it's, I mean, I started the year off with, you know, interviews and stuff for my single, Tembalami, and it's it's just, it's been insane. Tell us a little bit about that single. We heard it in the top... 100 at the moment and it's doing really really well crazy actually i only found out yesterday that i'm like number 18 like on the top 100 that's 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 huge for me like it's insane what do you think it it is about the song that resonates with people so much people um can relate to things that talk about love and hope and i feel like that's what it is for them because the song is about love and hope but in in an industry where every second song is about love and hope and about personal experiences, how did you approach the song and how did you almost make the essence your own? Um, for me, um, I feel like people have, have been with me like from the beginning of my journey. And, you know, the song is just about that. Them showing me support, like my family and friends and supporters on social media, you know, and I feel like that's why they relate because they know my story. Big part of your story is, of course, Idols. Yes. Tell us, leaving Idols, it's been a year and a half, I think. It was in 2018 that you were on the show. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, what's life like leaving the competition? It was tough. You know, leaving the competition was tough. But it opened a lot of doors for me. Like, I've people want to clothe me. People want to give me hair. I've had... Still Yes. <laughs> I've had loads of performances live performances i've done interviews i've traveled to places i've never been at so it's done a lot for me we hear often that people who are in the competition talk about how the attention almost dries up a little bit after the competition you wake up the next day and of course you're not the winner or whatever the case might be yeah you don't have that constant scrutiny from people watching you in every single turn and that can be a little bit difficult then to get gigs or shows yeah. Um, or to kind of keep with the momentum. What was your experience? Honestly, leaving the show, I mean, we went back to reality, you know, no cameras, no airing every Sunday. So I had to make sure I stay visible on like the social platform and stuff so that people see that, you know, I'm still there. I'm still pushing. Yeah. And how do you do that though? Do you hire a good team around you? Do you... I just make sure <laughs> I just make sure to you know post every day to go live every now and then to interact with my audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the one thing that you want your audience to kind of understand about you? That I'm human, 
I make mistakes and I learn from them. And that um, sometimes there are things that I might do um, not in a way that they expect me to do. So, I mean, they just got to bear with me. Yeah, because yeah, I'm learning and I'm growing. Yeah, you seem very down to earth, very, uh, to use a cliche, girl next door. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, but very relatable. We also heard that you're still studying. Yes, I am. I'm actually matriculating this year. <laughs> 2020. Yes, oh it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So now I heard something that's actually quite remarkable. You're studying full time. Yes, I am. That is incredible. That must be so difficult. It's not because, I mean, studying and music is like they both as important. So I make sure I make time for both. So it's, it's not that difficult. But how do you do that? Because I've spoken to a couple of people inside idols, outside idols from other um, yeah. maybe competitions but in the industry and they all talk about how it's really difficult to juggle the two and sometimes it's just getting your schedules aligned can be the most difficult part for me i make sure like weekdays are just for school so i really just push for schoolwork. weekends i make sure i push for my career mm. and how are you doing in school if i may ask I am an A-ish. <laughs> an A-ish? A-ish That's student. so much better than I was. I was an A-ish. <laughs> A-ish kind of student. Let's not talk about biology <laughs> and Afrikaans. Can you prate it out? Yeah. But um, yeah, so what are your favorite subjects? Um, I really love life sciences. I do that. I mean, I'm actually like one of the highest achieving in the life science class, so that's that's insane. Um, my my home language as well um, is Zulu. I'm the highest there as well. Um, those, I mean, I also like math. Math is really nice but tricky. So now we know that you're a nerdy girl next door. <laughs> well, we can say that. <laughs> we can say that. So, um, how do your classmates react to you? How do they? Have I mean, it, has it been different? You know, children are children, you know, others, you know, I don't know, like, others are nice, others are just mean. Mean? Yeah, but I mean... Like what, I, like how, how are they mean? You know how people can be mean, you know, you're the girl from TV and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And now you're sitting next to me on this desk. Exactly, you know, but I mean, I'm not bothered because I know why I'm at school. I'm there to get my education and that's it. Like jealousy? We can say that, but it's okay. I understand. <laughs> it's okay. So, I mean, ultimately, your career is music, right? Yes, it That's is. That's what you ultimately want to come into. But what do you think? Are you going to be studying beyond this in university? If so, what are you looking at studying? I want to do um, marketing, you know, so I know how to position myself as a brand and all, all the stuff. Yeah. That'll really help in your career. It yeah. will. Is that, is that the thought? Will. Yeah. Is that you, music is here and you just want to kind of complement it with different things around it. Yes. That's incredible, man. Sure. And your family, how have they taken these decisions? How have they been a big support in this? My family is insane. Like, they support me. Tell us about your family, first of all. Brothers, sisters, mom, Okay, dad. so I am... Um, <laughs> I'm the first of six children, right? And the fourth of... 30 grandchildren just on my mother's side yeah wow. we are a big family family gatherings <laughs> <Not> insane <laughs> massive all right awesome yeah. mom and dad still at home yes okay 
I was um, raised by my stepdad, um, and they're still together. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how that family structure has helped you. Um, they've been really supportive, like through thick and thin. They've they've been with me, like from the day I said I wanted to sing, they've supported me. So whether I make it or I don't, they've just they've been there. You spoke about difficulties, and I mean, it's natural that there will be difficulties after idols. Yeah. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about what has been the most difficult part, and if your family has helped, how they've helped with that? Um, you know, um, in the competition, it, like, I wouldn't say I had difficulty moving, I'll just say it wasn't the time. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it wasn't happening. Like, I tried. It just it wasn't happening. So when I left the competition, people still had the thing of, um, Ish, it's it's that girl from from Idols. You know, she she didn't move. You know, when you're performing, you get like the the earliest slots and stuff because you know they know you from the Idols performance background and stuff. But I worked on that and, you know, now it's it's insane. I mean, I can move and people are like, is this the same girl that was like, are you for real? Is this, she didn't want to win. <laughs> she, she didn't want to win. She's never turned to herself. Exactly, exactly. That's what a lot of people are saying. So it's been, it's been insane. I've, I've grown and I've learned a lot. I'd ask you to demonstrate, but I don't think it'll really help with anything. And they always see it. <laughs> That's incredible. And your family, how have they supported you over the last couple of months or years? Um, with school, they make sure, you know, they just make sure that I have everything I need. Um, whatever I go through, I know I have someone to talk to. They just, that family. Yeah. Um, you said that you dedicate like the week to school and then weekends to, to gigging. But do you ever feel like that maybe affects your career and opportunities, you're missing out on opportunities that you could have got? I don't think so. Because I feel like I have everything I've ever wanted right now with, with regards to my school and music. So, nah. <laughs> but you're still involved a little bit from what I understand on Idols. Um, a little birdie told me that you'd helped, if not wrote, Snazy's single, her single. I composed it. Tell us a little bit about that process because it's an incredible song. Um, so the song for me, when like the idea was that you know I've made it in whatever it is I've been working on, but I didn't make it because of me, my strengths or whatever. But I I made it because of the one and only you know God, who's who's supported me like who has a greater vision for me. So for me, it, it was about that succeeding, but not because of my knowledge and knowing and understanding whatever, but because the creator had that in mind for me. That was the plan. Did you have Snazy in mind when you were writing the song? Yes, I did. Because I mean, they were in the competition and I was, you know, watching the whole thing and I'm like, okay, so I'll just say it's success. It's all about success, mm -hmm. but not because of her, mm. but because of the creator. A hundred percent. But we also know, of course, with Snazy that there was a lot of, I don't want to use the word drama, but there was a lot of things that were happening around her at the time. And you could see in a lot of her performances, I don't know if you saw it, but there was almost a pain. Yeah. You know, there was this 
social media campaigns that I don't want to say were against her, but there was a lot of talk on social media about her. Yeah. There was a lot of things, people for her, people against her. And I remember chatting to her, um, I think it was in about four or five weeks before the end, mm-hmm. and she was just broken. You know, you she say. was like, I just wanted to leave the competition. And I think the fact that the Kwabe twins left the show, yeah, kind of, in my opinion, saved her. Because at the week afterwards, she was just struggling, you could see emotionally, to perform. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm going on a little bit of a tangent on the side, but I, I, really, the reason I'm bringing it up is because that song, kind of, beyond what you're talking about, it encapsulated mm-hmm. everything in her journey. Yeah. And the fact, when I learned that you, that you had composed it, I thought it was something special to be able to tap into that personal story. Yeah. And yet, it's not just her personal story. But it's, it's mine. It's so many other people's. Exactly, it's yours. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Insane. <laughs> so how does that opportunity come about? I mean, do people phone you and say, hey, Anna, we heard that you've got a, you've, you're talented. Why don't you write a song for us? Or um, is there auditions? <laughs> <laughs> well, the way it happened, I, I received an email um, that said um, Adels wanted me to write the song. And I was like, What? Me. I thought I was done with you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Out of all the people, they want me to write a song for them. Like, that meant a lot for me. And I I did just that. I poured my heart out. I did the best that I could. And after that, people have been coming to me and, you know, asking me to write some songs for them and stuff. And I'm I'm open to doing that. I hope it wasn't Faith and and Kit. I'm not supposed to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I joke, I joke. But yeah, uh, yeah that's actually quite incredible. Do you it see is. yourself as as a kind of a back songwriter, composer on the back end, or would you like to stay more in the spotlight? I mean, I can do both. There's, yeah, there's space for both, so mm-hmm. I can do so both. So it comes as it comes, yeah. Yeah. It does. And she wrote Tembalami on her own. That's incredible. Yeah, I wrote Tembalami on my own. And that's when the whole writing thing came up, actually, because I wrote the song, it went out, and then after that, they're like, ah, girl, write this. <laughs> so, yeah. This was your first single under Gallo. Yes. Am I right? So, let's a little bit about that decision. Why Gallo? What's the relationship been like since? Um, when we make it um, to the top 10, we sign a contract and stuff. And um, uh, early last year, you know, after the competition, I was optioned to release a single. And that's how Tembalami happened. So do you, you have a say in whether you continue with the relationship with Gallo? Yes, I, I, I do have a say. Yeah. Okay. And you decided that you wanted to continue the relationship with Gallo. Yes. Why? Why not go independent? I, I like Casper. Well, or here's the like thing interest. about going independent. You need cash. You know what I mean? And, okay. you know, sometimes, studio. Yeah, yeah, studio and stuff, you got to pay for all that. And, um, you know, airplay and stuff, that, that becomes a problem if, if you're not represented by, you know, what's it uh, a reputable um record label so to say so yeah that's why i chose to sign well it's like it's a good relationship it is it is just judging by that single it's it's an incredible single what can fans expect from you musically in in 2020 more singles an album 
Um, I'm hoping to release an EP, you know, because I mean, well, um, we were, I don't know, like I'm undecided about the title and stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, it is going to be diverse, you know, um, and, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's going to be insane. <laughs> we're going to see some um, piano in there. Maybe no. not. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I know that you also have a famous auntie. Yes. Is that yes, Cece. How has her being in the industry impacted, whether positively or negatively, your view of it? Um, I mean, people know it, it's it's been ups and downs it's been rough and stuff and she she's learned she's grown she's seen you know how things are in the industry and i feel like that's that um has been a good thing for me because when there are certain things i don't understand or i'm not sure of i know who to talk to because she's seen it so yeah so you bounce ideas off each other would you say she's your biggest mentor or who are some of your mentors she is she is my biggest mentor and what's the biggest lesson that she's taught you to be patient with myself, to be kind to myself, and just to do what I do best. Yeah, but that can be difficult. I mean, we're it sitting can. here in this interview and you're saying those words and I get it. Yeah. But practically being kind to yourself is one of the hardest it's things. It's really difficult because I used to beat myself up for not, you know, sometimes I felt like on idols again. Yeah. Now we're going back to that, <laughs> you know. you Like I'd go on stage do what I gotta do and then when I get off I start beating myself up and like you know that that wasn't enough like yeah. I, I didn't do what I had to do but and yet the people at home don't know the difference they you don't know, often they don't they're like okay that was cool whether you did it right or wrong you yeah. wouldn't have known the difference but the criticism in your head it's is insane loudest, right it's insane sure how do you how do you deal with that Again, my family. Okay. I have the support that I need. So if I really can't cope with it on my own, I know where to go. Do you speak to your family? That's incredible. And they help me get through it. Yeah. And I think it's a challenge, I mean, for all performers, not just yourself. Yeah. And, and I think at all levels. Yeah. At all levels, it's like looking at yourself and knowing your potential and then making mistakes and not allowing yourself to make mistakes. Yeah. It can be difficult. But um, having said that, what would you say would be the biggest advice that you would give to someone, whether they deciding now they want to go and try it for idols or whether they are just sitting at uh, Lukshin, you know, trying to make carve out a music career? What would you say to them? What is their advice? Um, what I would say is that if they want to be part of this industry, then they got to be here for the right reasons. Because if it's not, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be really tough. So they got to just make sure that they are passionate about whatever they, it is that they in, they in it for, you know. And they got to have the support that they need because they do need the support. And um, to be kind and patient with themselves because it's not always going to turn out the way they thought it would. True words. Um, and then finally, just a little bit of a fun thing. What is it about Nozipo that nobody knows? I don't want to ask you a deep secrets because that is <laughs> probably better left with your family. <laughs> <laughs> don't go too deep. But what do you think fans need to know about you? Hmm. 
I can't think of anything. You have a scar. Did you fall off the bicycle? Wow, I have loads of scars. (laughs) And I'm surprised how people don't see them. Like, but yeah, we can say that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go say. Really? Ooh, I love napping. I feel like if napping was a job, I'd be the most paid. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. But sleeping doesn't pay, so... Well, we'll leave you to go and have a nap now. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank you. for um, Thank sitting you. with us today. And uh, yeah, good luck with all of your projects in 2020. May so um, Tim Bellamy do 10 times better. And, Thank uh, you. Let's go for the number one spot. Eh? I receive. Thank you. Music for this episode of the Cheesa Pod was provided by Gallo Record Company.